Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, November 14th, 2022. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Steve Hellwagon. A lot to get into. Let's start with this. 12 days and counting until the game. We'll get to the Maryland game here in a moment. We'll talk about some other stuff, but I want to start with that. I mean, um, obviously the Buckeyes have to focus on Maryland this week, but as Ryan Day said himself when he was asked last week, he do you guys like think about Michigan? Do you prepare it a little bit for Michigan every day? And he said, yeah, we're, you know, every day that game is on our mind. So Steve, 12 days from now at the horseshoe, if you're a Buckeye fan, what should, what should your confidence level be for the Buckeyes to beat Michigan this year? Oh, I think pretty high, but I mean, it's going to be a good football game. I don't think they're going to walk in there and just roll right over Michigan. I think it's going to be a competitive game. No question about it. And uh, rarefied air here, you're going to see two of the the four remaining undefeated teams in college football, probably both 11 and 0. I mean, it would take a I don't know an act of God for one of them to not win their game this week, with Michigan playing Illinois, who's gone completely in the crapper, and Maryland, which has flatlined the last two weeks against Wisconsin and Penn State. Um, Maryland is back at home this week, and they'll play a little bit better, uh, more competitive probably at home than, than they did on the road at Wisconsin and Penn State. So I think you got to be a little bit wary of that. And you don't want to look, you know, past them. Uh, I mean, Tagovailoa, if his guys give him time, can do some things. But he was sacked seven times last week by Penn State. So that's not a good thing. Everything is shaping up that uh, November 26th, is the uh, is the date at Ohio Stadium, and that is going to be a day unlike any other. Eleven and zero against eleven and zero, and obviously we saw it back in two thousand and six, but you know it didn't lead anywhere because Ohio State after that uh, got stomped by Florida in the national championship game, and Michigan even lost, I believe it was USC in the Rose Bowl. So it didn't matter, you know that it, that's a game that. You know, while on the day that it was played, everyone thought this is the biggest thing ever. It it didn't materialize in anything better or bigger for either team after that. So, um, 
maybe maybe the script will be a little bit different this time around. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. I was in that boat. I thought after they beat Michigan, you know, I, I was like the team itself. I was like, oh, they're playing this two-loss Florida team. But who's this Urban Meyer guy? Actually, I knew all about Urban Meyer. He was at Bowling Green in, in Utah. Who's this so, Urban Meyer guy? I'm still thinking, I'm, I'm still thinking that uh, Jim Trestle, you know, Jim Trestle has five national titles in his back pocket at that point, four AA titles at Youngstown State, then the 2002 national championship. I'm like, coaching advantage. And you and I are sitting there at the uh, the Ox press box. Teddy's running right towards us for the touchdown opening. It's like, here we go. Buckeyes are going to blow them out. And then didn't go well after that. No, sir. Uh, did not go well. Um, Teddy gets hurt. Roy Hall jumps on him. And then it, it went south from there. But uh, anyway, I yeah, I think I'm feeling good about this Ohio State team. There are some, are some issues. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, let's get into that. Before we get into Maryland, let's talk about that now. Let's talk about some of these injuries and, and your concern level. I mean, I'm concerned about running back. I don't know how you couldn't be. I mean, they you, you begin camp with Evan Pryor being out for the year. Like That's not good. Even though he's going to be the third string, they, he was going to have a role. Um, they had a really good walk-on, uh, T.C. Caffey. You think, oh, he's a good insurance. He's lost for the year. Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams have been banged up off and on. Uh, Travion's missed the last two games. Thank goodness Dallin Hayden's healthy. Um, you know, Mayan's banged up. Uh, you know, he went out of the game. Now, the good news, Steve, as you pointed out on the postgame show, and as Ryan Day said, um, yeah, as you and Patrick Murphy said on the postgame show the other night, is Ryan Day downplayed that for Mayan. So get into all that. Like, how concerned are you as a whole? And does maybe it not look as bad <laughs> as it looked for Mayan? Because it looked pretty bad when he couldn't put any weight on it and had to be carted off then. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's that bad for Mayan. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, my guess is they went and had an MRI done immediately. And, um, tried to get some idea of what what the issue was with the ankle. It doesn't seem like anything's broken, which is good. Uh, so maybe a, a really severe sprain of some sort, which will just require treatment and uh, rest. And uh, the thing about it, I mean, this guy, he just takes a licking. He keeps on ticking. He uh, leaves the one game, his arms in a sling, after he hit the down marker, I think that was Penn State. And then he leaves this game on crutches. And, you know, we'll see if he's able to play next week. And honestly, it's probably not all that important that one or either of them plays a ton versus Maryland. Maybe, right. maybe keep them Henderson, ready for Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Keep him ready for Michigan. If Henderson yeah. uh, can shake the rust off a little bit, that might be helpful. Dallin Hayden, uh, to me, has gained some valuable experience here, 19 carries for 102 yards for him. And, I mean, is he the kind of guy that you want to put in there against Michigan? Probably not. I mean, if only for a few carries, I think you – you. I mean, if he's all you've got, he's all you've got. But, uh, you know, Xavier Johnson obviously is a weapon, as Coach alluded to, that uh, they need to get the ball in his hands if they can find a way – a little bit more because he that run he made was amazing. Um, so uh, I I am not overly concerned by it. Just listening to what Coach Day said, it sounds like both guys will be available for Michigan, and it's just between now and then how much they're going to play against Maryland, if at all. And uh, you know, have them ready for Michigan. That's the one that really matters the most. And you got to be able to run the ball effectively if you're going to beat Michigan. And to me, they couldn't really do it much last year. And uh, to me, I think that's what uh, – I mean, great, you could throw for 400 yards 
certainly we've seen them lose games several times now when they've thrown for 400 yards and uh, not been able to run it. So, and really the, the critical thing is to convert those third and shorts. And uh, that's a place where mine Williams generally has been effective, but uh so, yeah, I'm not overly concerned by it. I think that as we get into this week, maybe Coach Day can give us a little bit better idea if either guy's practicing. My guess is he's not going to say a whole lot about it and let the availability report that will come out at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning speak for itself. But, uh, you know, I would be surprised if either guy gets more than five or six carries against Maryland. Yeah, we do have a question, uh, Ryan, on YouTube. Are they going to play Travion Henderson against Maryland? So my guess is, Steve, um, they're going to hold Mayan out um, probably. Who knows? And Travion will play, but maybe he'll be on a very limited pitch count to make sure oh, he's green. as yeah. healthy. That would be my guess is Mayan won't, will not play against Maryland, but will play against the Wolverines. And I think Travion will get a few carries this week. What do you think? Yeah, I think just to get him back in the flow of things before the next time he touches the ball is against Michigan. And, you know, um, the people on our message board are, are the nicest people in the world, but people are asking, I may have been on Twitter, I got, you know, somebody needs to ask Coach Day why Mayan Williams was still in there with a 28-7 to lead. And I'm like, well, it was still the second quarter. Nobody pulls their starters in the second quarter. And it, again, it was, a I wouldn't say a freak injury. I mean, these things happen from time to time. It looked like somebody rolled up on his leg on a tackle and it wasn't a deliberate injury type thing. It was just one of those, it's the game of football. And, and these things happen just as my dogs will start barking. At people the dogs out. Yeah. Who lets the dogs out? So at any rate, um, yeah, I think it's just the game of football and these things happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, okay, let's get into some of the other things. So, Dewan Jones, that seemed precautionary. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was dressed. Um, he went through warm-ups. Dewan Jones, but uh, Josh Fryer got his first career start. And I thought played well at right tackle. But are we thinking Dewan Jones, that was just precautionary? Yeah, it seems to me Dewan Jones was kept out just as a precaution. Uh, he tried to warm up and was unable to play. Uh, not sure exactly what the nature of his injury is. And maybe we'll get some more information about that this week. But uh, again, just uh, just the way that it worked out that uh, Josh Fryer got in there and did a bang up job, I thought, for them to have 660 yards of total offense, 340 yards rushing, didn't give up a sack. The only black mark against this team was the fourth down play with Mitch Rossi. He got slammed, which. I didn't like the play call there. I didn't like either of the play calls on third and short or fourth and short. It was kind of like you had them on their heels. Uh, third and one, if you know you're going to go for it, uh, should be a little bit more freewheeling than uh, than what they did. But, uh, you know, just, uh, just the way that it worked out. And uh, the Mitch Rossi play seemed to me like it was kind of slow developing, even though he kind of turned – it seemed to me like he turned like three six, – uh, 180 degree turn or something to hand the ball off or something. And, you know, sometimes you get a little too cute, I think with your, your execution and your, your design. And I think that uh, you just got to, as Ryan Day said, we got to get that first down. So you, you just go get that first down. So uh, short yardage is something, no reason to, to, to not work on short yardage this week. My dogs are going to hear your dogs barking, and they're going to start to bark. They're they're napping, so they're they're going to hear your uh, your dogs barking. All right, let's. I I want some 
I'm I'm the campaign manager for a Marvelin, marvelous Marvin Harrison, uh, Tommy Eichenberg, and C.J. Stroud. I went marvelous. I love that Gus Johnson. It's, it's not even that creative, but it, it just fits perfectly. Marvelous for Marvin Harrison Jr. He better win the Bolitnikov. Tommy Eichenberg better win the Butkus. And C.J. Stroud better win the Heisman. Uh, your thoughts on those three young men and what you're seeing out of them? Yeah, and let's throw in the Maxwell as well for uh, C.J. Stroud, which is kind of like Heisman Light, uh, you know, right. the one from the Philadelphia Athletic Club as well. Um, I agree 100%. Marvin Harrison made three amazing plays in this game. Uh, the one on the sideline early in the game where he is running like this and the ball's to his back shoulder and he has to adjust and make the catch like that for like a 20-yard gain or something. That was that got him started. That was one of the first big plays that got the game rolling. Then obviously the play on the sideline, uh, Dan Harker, Go to my Twitter and you'll see the pictures that Dan Harker had. He's like five yards in bounds, goes up, catches this ball. The defender is carrying him out of bounds. And as he does, he stamps his right foot down in bounds somehow and sticks it. And that was amazing. And then, of course, his touchdown, 58 yards, his longest play ever. Uh, just gets behind everybody on the post route and just keeps running. And Stroud hits him in stride. So three great plays by Marvin. Uh, Stroud's the best player in college football. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He proved it again this past week, and he's starting to run the ball a little bit more. He stepped out of bounds on the sideline, and I don't know if he he went like that, and we've run the picture on Bucknuts, you know, where he had his arms outstretched and everything, whether he was excited to show everybody I can run or if it was uh, discussed that he stepped out of bounds because that could – I don't know if it was going to go for a touchdown, but – the guy forced him around the corner just enough that he he stepped that far out of bounds. Otherwise, it was going to be about a 30-yard gain. And um, he uh, he had the same feeling everybody in the stadium had when he put his arms out in the air like, I was this close, you know, to make it a big play running the ball. So uh, it's there for him. And if he has a Heisman moment against Michigan, then they can just step uh, start 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 spreading the news start putting his name on that trophy and uh the other one is tommy eichenberg tommy eichenberg's had the best year for an ohio state linebacker maybe back to raekwon mcmillan or somebody prior to that and uh, he's just rock solid has he had a couple foibles did they uh bounce off of him and score a touchdown in the red zone one of these last two weeks, yeah, it was at Penn State. I think the freshman Singleton bounced off of him at the three-yard line and scored. But, uh, you know, I looked down at the box score. He had three more tackles for loss in this game. He just is always in the right place. He and Knowles are simpatico. Knowles brought in a scheme that really fits Tommy Eichenberg, and Tommy Eichenberg, he executes it to a T. No doubt about it. He now has – 11 tackles for loss on the season to lead the Buckeyes. As you mentioned, he had three against Indiana. Seven tackles, three for loss. Love it. Uh, question from Buckeye80 on YouTube. We're just speculating, but Steve, just give your gut feeling here. Do you think Jackson Smith and Jigba will return for the Michigan game? I think he's going to try to. Uh, you know, we've been over there on Wednesday night. Last Wednesday, he walked off the field, wasn't even wearing pads, so he hasn't even been practicing. So uh, that may have been the Wednesday before. Uh, it's kind of hard uh, to, to really gauge where he's at, uh, you know, and as we said, it's 12 days away now. 
if he's going to play in that game, you would think that this week he would be working out, working toward that moment. Um, you know, we have seen them after weeks of inactivity try and try and like, you know, air, airlift him, airdrop him in <laughs> to the offense. And it hasn't gone very well. You can't really force the ball into somebody who's not in the flow. And, um, you know, I just, I, I find it, I find it difficult, but uh, was it Waddle was the guy from Alabama, wasn't it? That uh, didn't right. play down the stretch, had gotten injured and they put him in the national championship game. Now maybe he had practiced with them for two or three weeks leading up to that game, which makes a little bit of a difference. If he's at practice every day and a hundred percent, then he's, he's somewhat back into a flow, but uh, you know, I, I can't attest to what Smith the Jigba's availability has been. As I said, the last time I saw him in person, he was walking off a practice field and didn't have pads on. So, yeah. you know, I don't take that as a really great sign. I think he'd like to play against Michigan. I think they'd like him to play against Michigan. And just as Cameron Babb uh, had the feel-good moment, uh, that, yeah. let, let, let's say it's uh, 35 to 17 in the fourth quarter and – and there's a timeout and Stroud says, let's get it, get one to number 11. You know, do you think that place would, uh, would come down to, to see that? That would be, ain't nobody leaving before that game's over this past week with the conditions, the way they were, that place was a ghost town at the end of the game. But uh, believe me, they'll, they'll stay there till they tell them to leave at four 30 if they beat Michigan. So um, yeah, that would be uh quite a thrilling moment if he's able to have a big play in what would figure to be his last game. I mean, CJ Stroud's down to one more game at Ohio stadium. Dave, just stop and comprehend that. Oh man. Let's get out of here on this, man. So Maryland Buckeyes favored by 27 and a half. Uh, They did not play in 2020. They played in 2019 and 2021 and Ryan Day just completely something special about this rivalry, Dave. <laughs> now, the last time Ohio State went to Maryland, last time they played there was in 2018, that overtime game that they won 51. But man, I mean, Ohio State has owned Maryland since they've joined the Big Ten. It's like, like if we can hang Ohio 70 State. on them, we're gonna. I mean, uh, I think they were know. pissed about the Chase Young thing. I don't know if they thought that came from Loxley or Maryland. Uh, I, that, that some some chicanery had happened with Chase Young, but maybe they've reported it. But they took it out on Maryland twice now, and um, they were doing an onside kick, Steve, in the second half, up big in 2019. Yeah. That perfect yeah. onside kick, I'd never seen anything like it. Like Olave, the great Chris Olave, like caught it like in the Chris air. It was, it was just like a perfect. I've never seen anything like that. That was absolutely Ryan Day sending a message to Mike Loxley. He doesn't like him at all. Anyway, so. Early on, it looked like Maryland might be a good team this year with Tunga Vailoa. They, as you said, they've been in a tailspin. Anything to worry about this week? Buckeyes, 27.5-point favorites, looking ahead to Michigan, going on the road. Anything to worry about here? I don't think well, so. Ohio State gets everybody's best shot. I mean, Northwestern didn't roll over and die for them, and I think Maryland will have some pride and uh, will give Ohio State a fight. I mean, I've been out there, and Maryland has played them tough for a quarter or two. Um, and then playing at home, I think, does make a bit of a difference. So I think for a quarter or two, they're going to give Ohio State a fight. I can't sit here and do a score just yet because I haven't. I mean, Maryland has played so bad the last two weeks, and Ohio State played so well this past week that you just think if if 
all things are equal, Ohio State should go out and score another 56 points this week because uh, Maryland just just doesn't ha- just didn't have it the last two weeks. Now the conditions may not have been very good at Wisconsin. I bet the conditions were similar to what Ohio State had at Northwestern because it's not that far away from there. But uh, so maybe the conditions weren't great for Tago Vailoa. I don't think either quarterback that day threw for, threw for a lot, but Wisconsin lined up and ran it for a lot. That's for sure. So we'll see. And again, we don't know if Henderson or Williams are going to play or what what the situation is with that. But I would think Ohio State goes in and wins this by at least three touchdowns and uh, maybe more, yeah. uh, depending on how it how it falls. But I do I do believe you've got you, you can't take anything for granted. And and I'm not saying there's a even a chance that Maryland wins this game, but they can make it competitive. I mean, I don't think I mean they've got guys. It's just man, they haven't pass protected for Tagovailoa at all. I mean, he he was Jeff Ehrman covers them for our Maryland site, and, and his tweets were just disconcerting. I mean, just like Tagovailoa has no faith in his offensive line right now that they will protect him. He is trying to get the ball out of there and protect himself. And, I mean, these were the things that he was writing, like watching this game live, and I'm like – Ooh, with JT Tui Moloau and Zach Harrison and the guys coming. Ooh, I don't know that that doesn't bode well for uh, TT, but we'll uh, we'll see. And um, you know, I like going to Maryland. I don't I don't mind it. Uh, there's a lot to see and do in the Washington D.C. area. I didn't even know until I went there in 2014 where it even was. It's actually four miles from the Washington D.C. border. It's like it's University of Maryland, but it may as well be the University of Washington and Maryland because it is right outside Washington, D.C. It's not it's closer to to Washington than it is to Baltimore. So uh, we fly into BWI and then we'll drive about half hour down there to go to the game. And uh, I don't mind it at all. I think if they had a good team, Dave, their stadium, the crowd on both sides is right on top of the action. It's a great place to watch a game. They just they don't draw because they they haven't been very good. But uh, and they're in a tough they're in the toughest division in all of college football. When you have to look up and play Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State every year, that's that's three and a half losses you can pencil in every year. Every year they are two and eighteen against those teams since two thousand and seventeen. And uh, one of the wins was against a crappy Michigan State team earlier this year. So, um, you know, go out there, take care of business. That's what I say. You're always taking care of business, Steve. We're trying. Steve Hellwagon. Appreciate it, my friend. He is Steve Hellwagon. Uh, I got to get these dogs under under control over here. I know you got to get out of here. So, uh, yeah, get get your dog. I'm glad they settled down a little bit. Although some dogs barking in the background, I, I don't mind it. That adds a little flavor to the show. Great stuff from Steve. Thank you to all of the listeners and viewers. Appreciate you guys very much for tuning in. Hope everyone has a great day. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 